Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now he fucked up! He was telling me the uh, backstory of how you and Wes met and how you're in, this is West Side Day, uh, yeah, Gun yeah, Day yeah. in Buffalo, which yeah. it's cool that we're here. Yeah, you is. came from Rochester. Yeah, it's a dope coincidence to be out here, you know, in, in, in support of Wes, and then I get to come kind of do something for myself for the first time. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you doing this. I, I love having the, like first interview thing because it's chill i like to just have a conversation and now that i got to hear your music i'm like a fan and i'm excited to like hear what you got coming i appreciate it man i sent yeah. you the private link too yeah that yeah. shit was dope for yeah. the project <laughs> yeah. when is that coming out uh pre-orders september 1st okay and then it'll go live on the 10th is that your first project ever uh i had like other like play play shit in the back you know way back but yeah. It's the first time I took it took it serious and put 100% in. He said a year ago yesterday you were you got out fully. Mhm. Congratulations. Fucking for real. But that that's another one of those like omens like a year yeah. it's, and now you're here doing that shit. Yeah. Did you know you were going to take it like seriously seriously? Yeah, I had to. It was no other option. So I just got out the halfway house yesterday. I just signed my release papers from, yesterday. Yeah. From, from the Bureau of Prisons yesterday. For real. Thank you. That is one of those omens. Like yeah, that yeah, today yeah. you're doing your own shit. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. And you, when I when the day I got out, it was DJ Shea funeral. Shit. Yeah. You know Shea beforehand? Yeah. Rest in peace. go to the studio all the time. Meet West there. Meet Conway there. Yeah. It was cool. It was a cool vibe. It was like a, always a good atmosphere. Everybody was welcome. I got so. to meet Shay once before any of this shit, and everyone talks about him like how he really helped start the like yeah. scene in the city. That were you rap? So you were rapping beforehand, but when you got out, you're yeah. like, I'm gonna take this seriously. I'm gonna do a hundred percent. Yeah, it was more like a hobby before because I had money. I was in the street, so it was something to do. I was good at it, and I thought you know I could buy my way into the game, but that's that's not how it works. So. The streets caught up with me and uh, had to make a decision this time. But, yeah, Shay, going, going to Shay's studio, that was dope. It was always a real, um, like, synergetic vibe. Every time I would come there, somebody would be there recording. Everybody would pass through. We'd go get pizza, hang out. It was, it was dope. It was fun. I think people do think, like, on the outside looking in, that you can, like, buy your way into rapping. You need money. For, you need money. But you're not going to buy your way in. No, it's the... Relationships and work. Networking. Yeah. That's... People really don't, like, understand that. It's, like, not yeah. who you know, but it's just, like, being nice, being in situations, mm -hmm. like, try, being at the right place. Like, you mm -hmm. coming out for this is really important. It's cool now that I get to know you, but who knows in four or five years, like... Yeah, same with, same with you. Yeah. You might have your own fucking TV show or something. <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah. And when you take that seriously, when you realize, like, oh, shit, the connections I make mm -hmm. are important. Definitely. You said you got locked up with Wes. I met Wes when I was locked up. We were locked up together. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first Fed bid. Damn. And w you were just taking it as a hobby then. Yeah, 
It wasn't. I thought I thought I was doing what I was supposed to, but I, I wasn't. Now that I know what I know now, I know back then I was just doing what was comfortable, you know? Yeah, because they're the kings of putting in as much work yeah. and getting to that 10,000 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, you had even in one of your one of your songs you said that the best shit you wrote was when you were locked up though yeah you were you take were you just like was it the emotions like if you weren't taking it seriously why why do you think that shit was like the best shit you wrote you have to get to know yourself then that's all you have that's all you have to rely on there's no distractions there's no illusions there's no uh you have to you you're, you're in charge of your whole day. One one decision can change your whole you know everything. So you you either gonna take yourself seriously and or you're not, and you'll come out the same as you went in. Were you writing beforehand like seriously? Yeah, but you know when I was in the street, it was a hobby. It was just you know drink, make money, hang out, and when I get to it, I get to it. You know once I got locked up. And and I I had the rude awakening of of the consequences of my actions setting f- forth, and I had to put a plan together of what am I going to do for my future. That's when I knew I had to really put my mind to it, and um, there was going to be a lot of work expected of me to to start from zero, you know, in this business, yeah. like the same as I started in the street from zero. So, was that. Did that ever cross your mind before, like that decision, that choice, was that ever given when you're like, or was it always like, I'm never going to take this seriously, it's just a hobby? Now I wanted to, but I, I think I wanted it on my own terms in the past. And now I know that it's not going to be on my terms until I earn it. Do you feel like what you're doing now is on your own terms? Mm. That's a good question. That's like a fine line you got to walk because you got to will certain things and then sometimes you got to fall back and just yeah go with the flow until it's timing, you know. It is that timing. fine line of like, I'm special, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, but I also got to eat shit. some shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shit. Like, yeah. And that's the fine line. A thousand other people doing the same shit as me, if yeah. not better, more, more money, more relationships, putting in more hours, not sleeping less. Traveling more, yeah. Shaking more hands. So. Comedy's similar in that way, where I feel like it's you have to pretend to give no fucks while giving the most fucks <laughs> possible. <laughs> like that, really. Like you have to pretend like nothing matters yeah. to you. Everything's a joke. Like, yeah. oh, it's not st- stressful to get and everything. Then, and then to be ready if nobody laughs. Exactly. To turn that into a joke. Exactly. Yeah. And that, but you also got to care so much. Like mm-hmm. you got to outwork everyone else. Mm-hmm. Were you a, were you always just a determined hard like you were a hard worker yeah, yeah, before yeah. since a kid yeah yeah I I figured my mom made sure I figured out that I had to find a way you were you were de- like taught that you yeah. weren't like yeah and uh was it beneficial like are you was it like a beneficial or do you feel like like shit I'm too hard on myself now now it was definitely beneficial it was rough when I was young. When I was like unsure of, you know, is this feeling different than everybody else? Like how I'm supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. It put me in uncomfortable situations um, where I had to choose like to stand on my own and be 
like alone in my views and, and um, my actions or kind of like succumb to peer pressure and be, you know, lazy, comfortable. But now looking back at it, it's definitely been a benefit. Yeah. It, it helps me get through every um, obstacle, you know? Because, yeah, because you see people who are like content mm-hmm. and content. What do That's they death. say? Content is the enemy of happiness or something like or growth. Like when I see people are ha- like, I think that being hard on myself pushes me better mm-hmm. than like if I was like happy with everything I did. Like that wouldn't that I would be never worst get critic. anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Like, can you listen to your shit? Like when you listen to your music back, are you happy? Are you hard on it? I mean, I know you have you have the project, and you only have like five singles out or something. Right yeah, I got now. A, I got a few songs out now. Um, I'm proud of I'm proud of it. I'm happy listening to it, but I know I got a lot more in me that I gotta that I gotta put out. Do you feel like you? I bet that's tough when you're writing all the time, when you're finding yourself and you can't like put it out. You feel like kind of pent up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got out the halfway house yesterday. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel pent up? Like, do you still yeah, feel like yeah. you got all the shit that you just need to unleash? Yeah, it's it's still like jitters, like rubbing off. You know what I mean? Like shaking off. You know, like I was. I went to the bar last night, and I saw my employment counselor from the halfway house there. So, <laughs> and at first I'm like I froze, like, you know, because I'm so like it's been a year. So I would I, I'm the day before that I would have went to jail for seeing her there. So. In my mind, I had to like re- reevaluate and re- realize that like I'm free now. Like I could buy her a drink and have a conversation with her. That so must once, you must have to reacclimate to so much. Like, yeah, it's it's just time, you know. With time, it, it happens. Yeah. Do you feel like you just can put all the shit into music, or do you want to go out and be able to like experience some shit you weren't? Yeah, I want to. I want to live, man. Everything, Trap, music, art, yeah. traveling, whatever, some crazy shit, white boy shit, man. Let's go <laughs> <Yeah>. surfing, <laughs> go caving, go surfing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> take some mushrooms, climb a mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wild Just shit. Stand on one leg on top of a mountain, you know? Yeah. Hey, I do what I do that, is man. I come to Buffalo and interview people. That's my crazy. Yeah. Oh, I love the experiences. That's what. Mm-hmm. My little brother just um, went skydiving out of airplane. Would you ever do that? He wanted me to go with him. You said no. She, she wouldn't let me. No, you wouldn't <laughs> let him? <laughs> Would you do it, though? Uh, I don't know if I'd skydive. Like, thinking about it, I don't want to. But I know if I was with him in the moment and he caught me at the right time, I'm, he might have got me to do it. I think things I where like the penalty though. where death is like. <laughs> I always had the thought if I was going to skydive. I do it the day after someone died at the same place because there's no way <laughs> like it would happen bet, twice. Uh, probability, like. yeah, the probability's so <laughs> low. That's the safest time to go skydiving. The day yeah. after someone dies, yeah. no one unless dies. they use the same harness that they. <laughs> 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 They're like shit. It's not gonna happen the same harness twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, skydiving. Did you tell, uh, we were talking about shout out AA. We were talking about AA Rashid, the dude who does the poetry and shit. Mm-hmm. And when he met Wes, he met Wes on a mega bus. And he didn't mm. even talk to him about rap. They just talked about fashion because he had some Confederate patch or some shit on. That yeah, it's, on, it's like, on a t-shirt. Yeah, 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 the Confederate shit. And he was like, they didn't even, he didn't even talk about rap. <laughs> Did you like, 
when you were with Wes, did you say you rapped? Did you talk about it at all? When me and Wes met, because when you go to prison, federal prison, everybody clicks up like geographically. Yeah. So you, you're in there with dudes from all over the world, not just the U.S. You're in there with guys from Africa, Russia, China, Haiti, Colombia, you know. So um, Buffalo and Rochester is so small. Like, that's just grouped together, like, you know, the New York dudes that ain't from New York City. So um, that's how I met Wes. And just through, like, you know, hanging out and finding out we shared, like, the same interests in music and art and clothing and just the same, like, story, you know, lifestyle, like, hustling in the street. Smart, but, you know, not still knowing that we got to do something other than be smart on top yeah. of being smart, you know, to make money and, and to be known. Excuse me. All good. Um, yeah, so we used to um, hang out a lot, walk the track every day. Everything he's doing right now, he talked about 10 years ago. That's what everyone said. Everybody thought he was crazy. When I met Conway, he said the same shit. Everybody like, thought he was saying this shit forever. Yeah, when we were broke, like stress, he walk around, we walk around for hours, and we give each other ideas. You know, we debate each other about. You know, we we try to sharpen each other up. He'd be like, "Yo, when I get out, man, I don't even want to rap, but I'm gonna do it just to just to kill the game, and and then I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of art, and I'm gonna change the fashion, and I'm gonna put Stingray." skin on the on a baseball cap brim and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna put gold buttons on this and everybody's like man this dude is like you know fantasy land so you know now that he's gotten out and done it those same dudes hit me up yo man make sure you stay close to west man he's <laughs> he, he did everything he was talking about man you know what i mean so it's funny but yeah west west was um always like a visionary he always spoke into existence his future how did you, like, because you said you were, like, you knew that shit. Like, when you know, when you meet someone, you kind of know certain things. Yeah. Is that what, it's just like a feeling? Yeah, we just knew? had that, we both had that glow. You know, yeah. we were both a lot younger, ten, it was 10 years ago. But, um, like, the older dudes on the compound, they took a liking to us. And they had a lot more time than us. You know, these dudes were like 20, 25, 30 years, you know. And they don't deal with anybody, especially, like, younger dudes, because they think just how we look at kids now, like, they think our generation's fucked up. Yeah. And so once they take it a liking to you, the other older dudes notice, and they know it's something's different about you, you know. And that set us apart. It gave us, you know, a certain respect that most kids our age didn't have in on the compound. And, um, yeah, just it just solidified what we knew about each other already that it was something about us that we were just a little advanced you know we just had to capture it and to be able to be put in a position to take advantage of it do you think you were taught that or do you think you were born with that i think that's both man you know that's like the environment you come up in and everybody's given choices sometimes that shit is out of your control sometimes it's somebody else making a choice for you and um, believing in you and putting you in an uncomfortable situation to watch you go through it and that, and then you come out better. So I think sometimes it's in you. Some Enough of it is in you to, uh, to be put in the position. And then sometimes there's people around you that see that that's, that's in you and they 
do something on their end to kind of encourage even more growth, you know? Yeah, well, that goes back to the, like, being in charge of your shit, but like also... Right now, you like, know, like, Al saw something in me to say, yo, let me call Sam, and I'm going to put you in this in this hot seat. For and what? shit. For what, an hour? Yeah, for an hour. <laughs> we, can get, we can go back to skydive and talk. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real, though, like, I don't know... I don't know how people... Last time I was talking to the microphone, I was in court. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, when Rick Ross uh, met me, he told me I looked like his lawyer. So you probably had someone looking like me <laughs> yeah, in that courtroom, yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> For real. He said I looked like his lawyer. I just hit his blunt. I was 16 years old. So I looked <laughs> like his lawyer. Yeah. When was that? 16 years old? No, when you were in court. When you were holding the microphone. When I got uh, sentenced. 2018. So you never... Are you 17, 2017, 18. When was it, 18? 18, yeah, 18. And now you're like, I mean, I know it's like you say, like holding a microphone. Mm -hmm. But like, now you're going to like, you're going to be doing shows. You're making music. Yeah. Like that's... That's you're life. Taking the, the pendulum swings the other direction. Mm-hmm. Like that. As it should. Yeah. The last time you hold, held a microphone could have been a really shitty fucking memory. Mm -hmm. It probably is. But then you can create better ones. Definitely. Like this. This is now the last time you held a microphone. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about it, but probably nah, better than the last dope, time. <laughs> I'm coming back, man. This is dope. I like it. I like how it feels. Do you, and I appreciate you, you know, opening your doors to me. Of course. Yeah. How did you... So when you got out, how... Soon after you start making music, could you make music from? You can make music from the halfway house. Hell no, can't do anything. Everything do I did the last year was illegal and against the rules, but I did it calculated. You know, I had to kind of hedge myself to know, you know, either I'm gonna. He's joking. All that music was <laughs> recorded last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to hedge, man. I had to say like, yo, what am I gonna do? I got these relationships. I got this situation. Am I going to go get a job at a fucking factory and hope that a year from now all of this stuff is still in place? Or am I going to kind of, you know, bob and weave and, you know, push, the, push, the, push it a little bit and then back up? Push it a little bit and back up. And, you know, you know how it is. What would you do? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. And it worked out. You were having a drink last night. Yeah. You were out. Yeah, with him. Tequila. Tequila? What yeah. time? We were drinking Casamigo. Me and oh, Al. that shit is trash. You don't like that George Clooney tequila? Hell no. <laughs> Terramana. Terramana or Espelon. All right. Yeah. I just, I don't, I used to drink a ton. You don't smoke or anything. Nah, never. Never? You've never smoked? No. Nah. Is there a reason for that? It's not for me. Not for I you? I tried it one time. It hurt. It hurt. Oh, more. and you're like, like no. Nah, yeah, you're yeah. a drinker? Yeah, I was like a heavy, heavy drinker. Now it's like occasion. I was a heavy, heavy drinker. That was bad. Yeah. What made you stop? Jail. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going. You you think you're going? <laughs> All right, I'll let it. I'll take the L. I'll take the L on that one. Yeah, you can't. You can, I mean, you can drink there, but that, that shit is even worse than that. Shit is painful. It's, they call it white lightning. Is it better than Casamigos? I might be on the same plane, man. 
Do you feel like this is? Do you feel like you can now like go back <clears throat> to drinking and not be like heavy? Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Man. Like have a single drink sometimes. Yeah. I don't need to do that, but I do smoke a lot. Yeah, I see. It was like gray in here yeah for real <laughs> we're sitting in two hours of, well all right this is the eating shit we were talking about before like i have to drive so i drive like you know i drive a fucking ton to perform mm-hmm. a shit ton so i like give myself weed where it's like all right i can smoke for these two hours <laughs> and that'll that'll deal with <laughs> like allowance drugs. yeah it's my allowance yeah. i give it to myself i try to like stay healthy and shit too mm-hmm. i mean yeah, so you got some that shit looks like <laughs> Like some hipster type This is is, they got this for me at the dollar store Okay Nah but like this is my fucking buy type But like I run and shit I try to be healthy Mm -hmm. Work out Yeah me too Yeah you're you're fucking You're swole Jail man Yeah You got to Yeah Especially when you're little like me How tall are you? Short (laughs) You don't give off short energy I I don't know why but I saw you Like I see myself as short even though I'm six four, that's crazy. Yeah, I see myself as like isn't what's that called? Uh, imp, like something dysmorphia, right? body dysmorphia. Yeah, that's what you got. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm a comedian. <laughs> 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 not for real. I do see like I still I not for not. I'd be like, oh, you're taller than me. <laughs> I wish, man. I'd be in the NBA probably. Yeah? yeah. Were you good at sports? Yeah. Basketball was your thing. Yeah, I thought I was going to the NBA. You weren't going. To the I wasn't NBA. going to the NBA. <laughs> Did you take that seriously? As a kid, until I, you know, I looked looked up and saw everybody around me, like, yeah. So, now that you can do shit free, like, make music and stuff, Mm -hmm. what, like, what are your goals? Like, what are your plans? My plan is to, uh, man, that's like a broad question. My plan it's to establish myself in in, the, in those conversations I need to be talked about in, and um, to handle it like a business, to learn the business, master the business, you know, and to create something that can stand on its own, you know, and something that can be used as a conduit to create more opportunity for the future. That's. Something that I think Buffalo is really good about, too. Like, you look at what Benny's doing with BSF and with the sports agency. Yeah. And with, like, just creating as many. Outside the box. West Side with the art. Yeah. And like, take that, take that, it and make it into something even bigger and better. Yeah. Were you all, you said you talked to him about art. Like, you came in very stylish. Was that always, like. Yeah. 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 Do you want to collect, like, do you, do you have, like, do you want to collect art and shit? Yeah, I got a few pieces from back when I had money to spend on art, you know? Yeah. Is that a, is that a hard thing where it's like now you're focusing on your art and it's not, like, you don't have the same type of stability because you got to focus on your art? Yeah, it's definitely um, a transition that you have to make mentally. To go from, you know, living that lifestyle of being comfortable and living in excess to uh, having to be mindful, you know, of what you spend every day and uh, what you spend it on. But it's a price to pay for everything you want. So this is the path that is necessary. 
do you think, well, you didn't take it seriously when you were comfortable. Do you think the hunger is the thing that pushes you? Like the, this is it, is the thing that yeah, you got to get po- That's one of them. That's one of the things. What else pushes you? I'm good, and I want to get better. Do you remember, like, the first time you knew you were good? Nah, it was a long time ago. Long time ago. Nah, good for a long time. People always been yeah. hyping you up. But you it, were was always- me. it was me and myself that was doubting and, you know, always keeping myself, like, at bay. Like, but everybody's always encouraged me, like, yo, yo, you're good at that. You should take that seriously. We were taking a lot on the drive. We were talking about how it's like the art, the creative, whatever, the person who's putting out the artist is so hard on themselves, Mm -hmm. but they also believe in themselves that they just need like that one other person Mm -hmm. to believe in them too. And then they're like, oh shit, okay. And then like you kind of build that snowball. Yeah. Do you, now that you have shit out, like, I don't know. Does it are you like? Does it feel like you're in the right place doing what you're doing? Like, this is the right like. Oh shit! I I kind of found my footing. Like the snowball's starting to roll. Or are you still in the thick of it? It does, but those moments don't last. It's like a it's like a constant. It's like you're standing on a ball that's rolling. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you feel like you got balance, then it's like oh shit! I gotta yeah. you gotta keep moving your feet. So. Something will happen, and I'll be like, yes, it's coming together. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, fuck. It's falling apart. I got to <laughs> Every time you get to this. the top of a you hill, know? you're like, shit, yeah. there's a mountain right yeah. next to it. You yeah. know, you got to start climbing. Yeah. But, the, but I think it's the cycle of, of like, everything falls, seems like it's falling apart. And then I'm, I manage somehow to gather it, and I feel, all right, I did that. And what as soon as as soon as that second is over, it falls apart. And like going through that over and over shows you, okay, it is coming together, like little by little. That's just how it is. That's a really, it's true. When shit starts to like fall apart, that's when you kind of pull yourself up, like mm-hmm. man up, and you're like, all right. And then you get to the next yeah. step, and then you get comfortable. Yeah. But once you do that ten times, you look back, and it's like a, it's not a straight line up, but you know, you're going up. What do you do to keep yourself, like, at peace going? I don't think I'm at peace going. I think it's just, it's it's organized chaos. Do you have anything, like, that you do that's, like, not even, like, like, I say spirituality in the way that, like, AA means it. Or, like, the way where it's, like. To kind of, like, center myself, you mean? Yeah. Probably working out. I like to read too if I could find like a good book. What type of shit do you read? Like marketing, behavioral psychology, economics, you know, stuff that pertains to like um how what makes people move and um just like the ways of the world, like from a different perspective, you know, how yeah. things are interrelated. So yeah, like reading a book like about something like that. That that makes whatever you're going through seem sm- like smaller and more manageable, or working out. Books are. I was funny. I was talking to the homeboy Sandman, the rapper, and we we're saying like books are underrated, but they are. Like 
no one nobody reads anymore and you were talking about organized chaos so my brain is just like organized chaos so when i read i feel like every book i read is just like trying to figure out how to like <laughs> not be a little less chaotic <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. i feel like i don't branch out into the like learning about other shit because it's like i can't even figure out what i'm doing right now mm-hmm. but with that there's so much knowledge that like it's weird like when you think about life in a weird way you think about like you have to add as much shit into the equation Mm -hmm. to get the best outcome and you can be do whatever you can eat like shit not you can watch tv instead of read a book but the second you do that you feel so much better Mm -hmm. and like working out too like there are ways to get yourself out of that like funk yeah slump yeah what do you do i meditate i run i uh I meditate, I run, I um, journal. I think writing out your thoughts is really yeah. important. And I hate doing it because I'm like so scared of my thoughts. That's why when you said you didn't smoke weed, I thought it was like, oh shit, do you not like the like paranoia thinking about <laughs> yourself? But it was just the chest pain. Because like, I do like, it gets me really paranoid, but I like trying to get paranoid and then writing out that problem. Like, oh shit, what is what can push me to the next thing? Yeah, you said you like getting paranoid. I love getting paranoid. <laughs> that shit's what you know. The All anxiety peeking through the blinds right now, like yeah, hating your hate like hating yourself or push being hard on yourself. I feel like pushes you farther. Mm-hmm. And I get lazy. I'm a late like I'm a lazy person, so I feel like. I need to force myself into like a fight or flight mode. And like I used to be in that, but then you get content, mm-hmm. you know, like once, once you settle down, like this started off as a self-help podcast cause I needed to settle down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where I learned self-help from the guests. Trust me. I'm not teaching you anything, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I like, I just needed to settle down and like learn how to handle myself, yeah. how to control that chaos. That's the stage we all go through. Yeah. Music, like, I bet that does help, though. Like, taking your art, taking yourself seriously enough to create what you want to create kind of gives you that first step of mm-hmm. just, like, belief. You have to. It's like you, you jumped already. So what are you going to do? And you have real, like, really good music, but also people, of co- people backing you mm-hmm. that we were talking at the beginning about it's who you know it's the connections mm-hmm. like that's important and it shows that they believe in you too because you're from rochester which ain't shit <laughs> i mean <laughs> there's a lot of right shit in the city did do you like do you feel more like a buffalo rapper or like a rochester rapper neither i feel like a rapper like <laughs> yeah you know, I don't feel like a local rapper. I never did. I think that's like when you feel local, that's like you already put a cap on your on your goal. That's real. You feel like a, a Boston comedian? <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, that's crazy, right? Like that's I'm looking at the two, but that's you saying that is wild. You feel Hollywood, right? You feel like you I, need to be on Netflix, right? Yeah, All I right. feel like that. Yeah, All I believe right. it. It feels so weird, like. I'm a bo- I'm a comedian from, from outside Boston. of Boston, yeah. but like coming to Buffalo and hosting a comedy show with like 
artists that I listen to or like being able to talk to you or have Al like you say like Al believing mm -hmm. in you enough to put like Al believing in me enough just yeah. some dude from just some fucking nerdy dude he, like looking at me you'd never expect like mm -hmm. he I wouldn't expect that he would give me the chances of like what he did early on and it's all about because like yeah there is that belief in your head definitely and i don't know what that is god's such a shitty word but it's like sometimes i want to be like is that what it is is yeah. that like if i believe and work towards my higher self my best self then i actually am going to be more i like that ringtone i think that's like what it comes with <laughs> I, I haven't heard that in a while usually i got my airpods in so Oh yeah, you came in with the AirPods. You are like a business. You're dressed like Always a businessman. You're reading man. the market and shit. Uh, not You're any, like not a businessman. Right yeah, you said you wanted to I treat am. it like a business. Yeah, I do. That's important. Yeah, it is. You said you're not drink. Like you don't smoke. Like you, you are. I'm a square. Nah, that's real. That's <laughs> that's some real. That's important. Like you're taking it seriously. Yeah. It's my life now. Got to take it serious, right? Yeah. Did you ever like? All right. Go back to like either when you were a kid or like 2014 or even 2018 when you were holding that microphone and then like your mentality and how you see it now. Did you know that one day you'd get to that place or are you like, what the fuck? Like I'm in a whole different realm than I thought I'd ever be in. The place of where you are right now. Mentally, uh, in life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really remember. I feel like my changing has, my thinking has changed so much. I couldn't even tell you, man. I don't, I, if I did, I didn't think that I would get here the way I've gotten here. I was mis, uh, I was mistaken at the path that needed to be taken. What do you, what mistake? What were you mistaken? I just thought I could just do whatever I wanted. And because I'm good, like somehow, some way it, it would happen. Yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't happen that way. My dad would say that like talent is the ticket to play. Like being good mm -hmm. is what gets you through the door. And then it's everything else that's important. Mm -hmm. Like, Can you outwork? Can you outdrive? Can you outthink? Outthink. Can you put in more time? Like... I can't give more than two days to just like not doing anything mm -hmm. or I start hating myself. Like I need to, every day needs to be like, what can I do to better myself before the next? Cause I didn't have that. I didn't for a long time. I didn't even think that was a thing. It was be wild, do what I want. Yeah. That's the same as, same as me. Yeah. So and you, then, you went through it too. Yeah. And then you get to that point and that's why I talk about the weed shit and I talk about, and I don't really, I've said it so much on this podcast that I almost talked my way out of disliking it. But, like, I did I did do this thing called DMT. It's a drug, and I smoked yeah, I it once. Diathlon, methyl. Tryptamine, yeah. yeah. I did that. In out that, of body experience, right? Yeah. That was the thing that flipped the switch and made me turn yeah. serious. What happened? Tell me about it. 
See, I, it's such a weird because I also just smoked a thing in a dude's basement. Like that is, like, yes, my life changed, but I also was in the sixty-year-old man's basement smoking out of a bog powder that looks like fucking. Did you? Is it true? Like, do you like come out of your body and see yeah, like, so, other dimensions and shit? Yeah, so it's the thing that your body produces before you're born and after you die mm-hmm. from your third eye. And when you hit it three times and close your eyes, you like leave. And I believe in that moment, I thought I was talking to my higher power. And he told me that I needed, that I knew what I needed to do. He was laughing. He was very happy. And he said, I knew what I needed to do, but I needed to do it. And I came out crying out of happiness. And then the next day, I started doing what I needed to do. A couple weeks later, I messaged these guys to start the podcast. I lose 60 pounds. I fucking take myself seriously. Damn, that's dope. That's deep. And now we're here. But also, I smoked it a drug <laughs> in a dude's basement. But it's, sometimes it is that, like, shock. Yeah. That is that. Do some off-the-wall shit, and then everything falls in line. Would you ever do that shit? You said you know about it. Not many people that's know like about something, it. That's like something. That's something. Yeah, that's something that I like. Yeah, I got a homeboy that did it. He told me his experience. I want. I would try that. Was Given it a right, similar? Was it a similar experience? Yeah, he said like he had an out of body experience. Like he walked through like a path of his life from like his childhood to where he was at, and then seeing like what the future could be, and was talking to, you know, I don't know, spirits or whatever, yeah. the clouds and shit. But I will be honest with you. I'm saying that because that was such a beneficial experience. But right now, over the past month or two, I've been lazy. And I haven't been doing my shit. And I'm feeling it. And I know that I need to get back on it. And I want to do it naturally. Maybe this interview will get you back on your shit. I think it is. This is actually... uh, This is... See, You want me to start talking shit to you about being lazy? It still is a self-help podcast. (laughs) And I'm learning right now. Yeah. I know. I, I do want to ask you about music and shit, but I am enjoying this conversation. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I'll be back. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to have you back if you're yeah. ever in Boston. Do you want to tour? Like, do you want to? I want to do everything. Everything that I can do. Have you ever done a live show before? Yeah. What did you Long like that? Ago. Was yeah. that a good experience? Yeah, it was good. Nervous at first, but then the excitement takes over. And then you just, you're in the zone. Like, yeah. You don't care if it's five people there, 500, 5,000. Once you focus, you just get in your zone and you just do it. You're in that flow state. Mm-hmm. Was that what you were talking about? Like when you were saying you were writing, like that's all you had when you were alive. Is like you get in that flow state where it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter anything around you. You're just yep. moving. That is what like working out. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can get in the flow state for as many, like, hours in the day as possible, then, like, that's the happiest you'll yeah, be. you tap in and just go. Yeah. Because we do like the loops of life, yeah. you know? We like to create those. All right. I feel like we are l- wrapping up soon. But when does your... You said you have the album. It's pre-orders coming out September pre-orders 1st. September 1st. Who's on it? Benny. The that butcher, 40 for 40 is coming that album that song's so good yeah you got to tell all your friends i will everyone listen it. to that shit I'll, 40 I'll for 40 right out now the video drop september 1st when, when pre-orders go live uh i got a song with stove god yeah it's sick sick how'd that come together wes is on it too 
Really? Yeah. How, wait, I, I want to hear about that track. <laughs> Who's producing it? Uh, Donnie out of Atlanta. All right. Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome to D Low Life. That's Let's crazy. Out, West Stove God and you. Yeah. Um, I got a song with. You ever heard of DJ E's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a song with him scratching. Oh, that's doing his DJ thing on it. Um, yeah, down south artist named La Skrilla. You out? You probably never heard of him yet. No. He's on his way. He just came home. He was he was locked up too. Salute. He was signed before he got locked up. Sim- similar situation as me. Like he was like starting to take it serious, and then he got locked up because he really was kind of. And now he's he, taking. You'll serious. hear about him real soon. Got a song with him and a couple dudes in Rochester that making a name for themselves. That's dope. Definitely. I'm excited to hear that project. Yeah. Are you, you excited to? Are you, you excited got, you to got put the it out? Link. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm excited for people out there yeah, to hear the yeah. project. I'm not leaking. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. I think I think this is like a, it's a good, it's a well-rounded um, project. I put a lot of work into making sure that it told the full story of me of who I am now. Yeah. All right. So you're. Are you already thinking about what's next, or are you like, this is the story of me? This is, I want this to breathe. No, nah, I'm always working. It's always it's, I'm already working on the next project. Staying hungry. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Because everything changes every day. Are you happy with the changes? Yeah, because now I'm free and I can I can change with the changes. I can grow now you're it, in you charge. Know? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not in charge. I'm I'm in charge of me. I'm in charge of me changing to take advantage of of the changes. And before you, that makes sense. It does. Yeah, because right. as of yesterday, you weren't like you had right. to kind of. Yeah, I was like restricted to do. Now you are in charge of like whatever life throws at I you. I can change my mind and and I can act on me changing my mind without so much, uh, you know. And you have a good mindset about it. Which Thank is the you. most important thing that you like are taking it seriously and your mindset's so like set on it. Thank you. The world is your <clears> oyster. <throat> like you can do whatever now because mm-hmm. that's you get past that point, the yeah. like point of being a professional. So what's it like in Boston? Where are you from? Where I'm from, yeah. I grew up. I moved around a lot in Massachusetts. I grew up in a lot of different places. Uh, out by Worcester a place called Fitchburg Mass that wasn't that great of a city. I grew up in the woods up near New Hampshire. I lived on Cape Cod by the ocean. You ever hear Cape Cod? Yeah, that's where the whales are, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I grew up there for a little... Uh, I still, My dad still lives there, so I'll go and visit him. Um, it was cool. I liked growing. I was actually, I'm so an you only saw, child. You can like look out and just see whales for real? Nah, you could look out and see seals and shit. Oh. But you would have to go out into the water to see whales. Like That's out dope. on a boat and shit. And I could, never saw a seal in the wild. You should come to Cape Cod. All right. When now you invite you, me, I'll come. I will. All right. All right. <laughs> I was about to say my, where exactly I live, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> on camera. Nah, not right now. No. I mean, you could edit it out. <laughs> right. But no, the Cape was cool. I was... I traveled a lot. That's what I was so blessed that like my dad was a musician, a drummer mm-hmm. and metal and stuff, but he loved rap. Like mm-hmm. he took me to see Wu-Tang Clan when I was 12 years old. So oh, like, I went when I was 12 too. Really? Who yeah. took you? My cousin. Okay. Yeah, just like 
You grew, so you you like the Wu Tang, you like that like Yeah. I had the Wu sh- Wu wear shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Wally's. I just opened up for uh Inspector Deck in Capadonna. Oh yeah. A couple like a month ago. And that was just a cool experience. How was that? It was really they put on a good show. I love Inspector Deck. Yeah, he he was one of the dopest. Yeah, he I was saw like a real MC, like a lyricist. Such lyricist. Yeah. I just saw Jizza with a live jazz band at the Blue Note Club in New York City, this like famous old jazz yeah. club, and it was a jazz band, Talib Kweli and Jizza, and he did all like Liquid Swords and shit. Shh. That was last week. That was yeah, wild. That's, that's classic. That was crazy. Yeah, Liquid Swords a classic. What do you listen to now? Not much of anything, man. Not when I'm working. I'll I'll catch like some of the top tier commercial shit like Drake, Lil Baby, you know. Just and then I'll catch like I'll listen to like some some of the stuff that I like. Like the Big Sean's, the Nipsey, Kevin Gates. I love like, Big Sean. He gets overlooked so much. Yeah. Like, you know, the people that are like they have had commercial success but they still kinda like have a Real authentic style, like two chains and <laughs> two know. chains, yeah. And then um, I'm so happy you named him. And yeah, other than that, man, I try to just kind of stay in my own zone. Every yeah. once in a while, I go back and listen to some '90s shit, like you know Nas, Jay Z, um, Bone, Snoop, yeah, Project we- Pat, you know. I love, I saw Project Pat twice. That yeah. was still one of but, my favorites. But I don't, usually I'm listening to instrumentals or. Oh, really? Or nothing. Just riding and thinking. Writing, you know. What you listen to? I listen to everything. I don't, uh, the, you know, my car radio broke for like a month. I got a new car now. And for real, I was like. I do love music, but maybe I just hate my thoughts. Like, I do not. Like, I do not. Just sitting in the silence with the soul. Like, no, I like audiobooks. I like listening to audiobooks. I like, I like oh, listening. you meant just music, period. I thought you meant rap. Yeah, I listen to all type of music. No, I listen to rap. Mostly. Only? That's and it? jazz. I like a lot yeah, of, like. I like jazz, too. Like, I like a lot of, like, Fela Kuti, like, weird stuff. I don't stuff. know the names. They're all, like. Yeah, I like weird, like, 70s African, uh, like, Brazilian weird shit. Yeah, that's dope. And rap. A lot of Buffalo stuff. That's what my girl listens to. All the Brazilian Afro. Oh, really? Not many people do. Yeah. That's what I love about rap is, like, you can do, especially now, especially with Griselda, like, shout out Wes. They use the craziest samples Mm -hmm. that no one ever would before, and it makes it so much more musical. Mm -hmm. And I love that shit. Yeah, shout out Wes. Shout out Wes. Yeah. Shout out you. Shout out me. Shout out you. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for doing this, man. This was Thank a really you. awesome Thanks conversation. For, me, for real. I'll there you go. Back. I was gonna I was gonna shake your hand. I'm sorry. You I know could. you were going for a death. It don't matter. Whatever. I fucked up. Again? We fuck up at the end. Again? All right. There we go. Right. This has been bucked up. Yeah. Get Do you want to get fucked up? Yeah. You want to uh, give your social media and yeah. shit for people to Instagram follow? Instagram is uh, at SGM underscore SOS. Facebook, Jose SGM. Awesome. Listen to SGM his shit. Net. A pre order of the Street. album. Wolf Awards. September Street. 1st. Yeah, September 1st. Pre orders available. It goes live 9 10. I got a big party September 11th. What you doing September 11th? Where's it going to be? 
Rochester. Big party. Special. I think I'm, oh, I'm doing a show in Connecticut. <sighs> Damn. In the daytime or at night? Night. All right. Next party, you got to come, though. All right. And I'm inviting you to Cape Cod. You might have to host the next party. I would love to host a party. All right. right, We can talk about that. Perfect. And you're going to come to Cape Cod. We're going to see some whales and seals. Yeah, I can travel now. Perfect. All right. Yeah, we're going to go whale watching and seal watching. Perfect. All right. (laughs) Listen to 40 for 40.